The Zoo's News Podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, and www.thezoosnews.com. Yo, we're not the black news, the white news, we're not the left news or the right news, we're not the gay news, no, we tell it straight news, we're not the Jews news, bitch, we're the Zeus news, we're not the black news, the white news, we're not the left news or the right news, we're not the gay news, no, we tell it straight news, we're not the Jews news, bitch, we're the Zeus news. Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope you guys all got what you wanted this year. Even you poor kids. I I hope the poor kids also got maybe their second or third or fourth choice. You know? Merry Christmas. Merry fucking Christmas. It's our second Christmas special. Which is crazy that we're already doing another one of these. I'm talking to my buddy, my best friend in the world of my co-host. He's the Culture Cat. Cat with a K. Say hello to everyone, Culture Cat. What's up, guys? I'm the what the fuck ever cat today. Oh, yeah? What the fuck ever, dude. You just out of fucks? Yeah. Ran I gave, out? I gave them all out for Christmas. There you go. Perfect. So I'm all out. You're like the rainbow fish, but instead of scales, fucks. Exactly. There you go. Yep. Well, dude, did you have a good Christmas? Yeah, I did. Solid. Good. <laughs> Me too. Honestly. For reals. Good. Can't complain. Awesome. Yeah. everyone. We went a little light this year, everyone. We decided together. Like, hey. Let's relax. Let's not make this a competition. Let's uh, save our pocketbooks and let's, but you know, let's just do a little bit of, you know, and it worked out. And I, very generous still, but yeah, good, but not overload, you know, some years are just a little too much. It gets competitive. That's true. But, um, before we get started, he's the culture cat cat with a K on Instagram. Yes. Follow him if you have not already. I have a 2.0 as well. The culture cat 2.0. That's right. He does. And my beautiful wife, who's not here with us tonight, she is Abigail, Abigail the Ape on Instagram. Follow her, and I am Conspiracy Ape, at Conspiracy Ape on Instagram, www.thezoosnews.com, or as Abigail and uh, Kat prefer just thezoosnews.com, no www. That's a waste of time in their book. I've been using the internet for years, and I've never typed in www. Good for you, man. So me neither. But when you type, <laughs> when you just type in the URL, www, it comes up on its own, right? Yeah, the http dot dot slash yeah. slash. It just does the hard work. It does the hard work for you. Yeah. Would it be more annoying if I if I told everyone to to go to http backslash backslash www dot dot com backslash podcasts backslash the zoos news? You should do that. Yeah. <laughs> you should 100% do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, fuck, man. No, it's just a culture thing. I mean, I don't even say anything. I, I don't just, even know if I'm going to... I forget. I think if it's like August or something, I might have to renew the website. I don't even know if I'm going to. We barely even use the website, and I don't know how... I don't know. We might have to, honestly, with all censorship. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah, who knows? Yep. Well, that's the website anyways. Uh, and also Spotify, the big one, the big gun, Spotify, Google podcasts. That's what I use shamefully. And, uh, yeah, that's it. That's enough about talk. That's enough of me talking about us. Let's, uh, let's, let's get on with this fucking show. Eh? Hey, anything else about Christmas? This is a Christmas special, but it doesn't mean we have to fucking chatter about Christmas the whole time. I don't know what I mean. Like, I don't know. Christmas. Christmas is a weird one, dude. It's always like it's always been debated 
in this community and like the truther community that uh, about like whether it was the pagans stealing it from the Christians or the Christians stealing it from the pagans. And if it's fucking this or that or satanic and yeah. Joe Rogan over here talking about how it's all about mushrooms and you yeah. got people over there saying it's about Santa Claus is St. Nicholas. And then you got people over there saying he's really just Satan and just like, whoa, sure. Too much debate about this. I don't even know what to believe. Well, there is one thing for sure. You know, how people are like, we don't know that Santa's can't be black. Ooh. And it's like, okay, look, I don't want to be crazy about this, but like it is based on Saint Nicholas. Like right. and that wasn't a black person. Sure. So I'm not, you know, like But then some people would tell you like it wasn't based off Saint Nicholas. Well okay, then I'll I'll talk to those people. But the main people who believe in Santa Claus himself most likely Dude, believe in old Saint Nick. They sell black Santa decorations. I know. That's what I'm saying is like, okay, I understand the appeal for it. I get it. I don't want some guy in my house. I've always been afraid of Santa Claus. When I was a kid, I was like, wait, you mean there's going to be some guy sneaking in and just dropping things? Like if I accidentally wake up and see him, what happens to me? Is he going to take me to Santa jail? You know? Word. So I've always had a, like, I've always been weirded out by Santa, regardless of the color of his skin. Well, if he was black, it would make the ho, ho, ho thing make more sense. He That's, does. He does kind of look like a pimp. If you if you think about, he's got Santa, a lot of elves. His, he's got a lot of a lot of dwarf bitches. And his outfit, dude, just like his outfit is pretty furry, over the top, yeah, velvety, big jacket, feather leather, not feather, not feather or leather. I meant fur. Yeah, my lanta. I think it's got a polar bear fur. That's what I like to think of a rabbit dude, fur. Absolutely. That's what I like to think. Santa of Claus wears polar bear fur. Yeah, and, and then and red velvet and, and a Gucci belt. Sure. Like, but here's the thing. Oh, I also wanted to talk about this perfect follow through since we're talking about changing characters, right? Spider-Man, Miles Morales, he's black. Okay. Okay. I kn I've always known my whole life. Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Now to appeal to some, something, instead of making another character, like with maybe like a different spider, maybe like, like the fucking recluse spider guy yeah or whatever yeah they just take spider-man they throw it into a blender of multi-universes to make everybody happy and then they give the black spider-man jordans yeah that's racist there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of pandering it's racist as fuck yep if they were if it was a white guy making it a superhero and they were like okay let's give this one a big afro and big lips and then we'll give them We'll give them a Jordans. They'd be like, whoa, hold on, bro. Why can't he just be a dude? I agree. Why does he? Why do you have to put the Jordans on him? They always pander to black people in their movies, dude. That's I don't care. If you're going to if you're gonna do the Spider-Man thing, I accept it. Sure, whatever. Yeah. There's multiple Spider-Mans. That's cool. I don't right. want to single anybody out. Old Saint Nick is different. Old Saint Nick is Old Saint Nick. Yes. Jesus is a completely different story. I don't. I have no idea. But Old Saint Nick, I know for sure. Wait, was, was, was the Jays part of his powers or some shit? No, I don't know. It's just, a, it's just an appeal thing. And like, yeah, it's kind of cool. But at the same time, it's like, that's the thing that separates it. That's what makes it different. And like... Does this Spider-Man like throw basketballs at his enemies or does he break dance no but do you see how does he walk really slow when he crosses the street at the crosswalk do you see like how what kind of slope it creates yeah dude, like, I, I saw it today yeah like, I, I, like er, later on in the podcast we want to talk about a few movies during the holiday season you watch way too many fucking movies okay sure. i do anyways and i want to we have a few movies you want to talk about and one of them is i, I sat down today with my wife and had, I had to put a fucking puzzle together, which don't even get me started with puzzles. I don't get it, dude. Like, that's, okay, whatever. Maybe if it's fucking the 1800s and there's a fire lit and there's nothing left to do, put a puzzle together, okay? 
I don't but like, like puzzles. I don't fucking I like puzzle games. There's just so the technology is just so advanced that I can't sit down and put a fucking puzzle together. That's neither here nor there. We were watching Space Jam two, okay, with the LeBron James, and we I, I, we could talk about it more extensively later on. But I just want to touch on a scene where they pander a bunch to black people in that movie too. Obviously, you know, and there's just like a, a random part of the basketball game at the end where Porky Pig just starts like a rap battling the other main, the, the bad guy. Like just a random rap battle in the middle of a fucking basketball game. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck is this? So yeah, it goes along with it. And there's there's a lot of examples of that kind of shit. So yeah, so my question is like, I'm I'm not a racist person at all. I My question is when I see that. Yeah, racist. When I see something like that that's being praised, I see the racism in it. I'm like, wait, okay, so if the other one is bad, if it was a, if it was a person... It playing that role or trying to make it look a certain yeah, no, way. No, no, no. Sorry about that. That's not a good idea. And I just want to see, like, why is that okay? And how come? How come they don't pause for a second and ask themselves? You know, is this? Is it? You say pandering. Yeah. I'm saying racist. <laughs> like, yeah. I think it's racism, and it's not fair. It's horrible. That's what racism is. But they're. I'm just shedding light that they are participating in it. Sure. And they're praising it. And before we before we drift too far away from Christmas, mm-hmm. that little fucking burst of audio there that I, I apologize for, I was pulling something up. Um, I'm going to play the video. This is uh, Jill Biden and Joe Biden. I believe you sent me this video, and they're they're talking over the phone. It's like, like a Santa tracker. I think people are calling in and talking to them. Okay. Yeah. Well, they didn't screen this guy very well, or he fucking played the people. But here's the video. This is awesome. Yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. Uh, Merry thanks. Christmas, and let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. <laughs> hey, by the way, where are you in Oregon? <laughs> Awkward silence. Are you in Oregon? Yeah, let's go, Brandon. He played that off rather well, actually. What else do well, you do? He what else know. do you do? He just still doesn't know. You, you can, don't think he knows? It does not click at all. You, no, it well, does that's not. That's true. He probably doesn't. Jill, know. Jill feels it. You can you can see in Jill's eyes. Yeah. she's mortified. She's like, I can't believe he just said that. He just did that's it hilarious. as a reaction. He that's doesn't hilarious, know. Man, you never you never saw any of this shit with Trump. No, he would know exactly what it was, and he would call it out. Like there was no public chance. Like there will, there were, there were some videos of him getting booed in some places, but like a, like a, like a quiet boo or whatever, you know, the loud, the, you know, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. So in the stadium, if 20% of the stadium is booing, you could hear the fucking boos if everyone else is quiet, Yeah, well, 20- but, the, but nothing like a whole stadium chanting, fuck Joe Biden or let's go Brandon. That's insane. Uh, not the even amount, a rally. Just the percentage, the participations, uh, percentage mm-hmm. of that shit. Mm-hmm. Gnarly. You didn't get any of that kind of hardcore, fucking tangible, real world proof that everyone hates Trump. It's just individuals on Twitter, which could be fucking robots for all we know. A lot of teachers, elementary yeah. school teachers. Shit like that, where a caller who was clearly had to have been screened. It was a soldier. There's actually a video of him doing it. Right. And okay. it's, it's hilarious. That is fucking awesome. Yeah. I, I hope he doesn't get persecuted for it. They're calling that a slur. They're calling that a right wing slur. Hmm. Let the let's go Brandon. It's crazy. It's crazy what they do with language and these people just eat it up. It's literally like code. It's like code. You know, like what the the words like if an event happens, for example, the news breaks it down in a way for their audience to understand it and it so it's it's code. That's what it is. 
yeah, you kind of have to do that in this era and in the censorship era. It's ridiculous, dude. But like we always make the joke like, okay, go watch CNN so you can figure out what you're going to be mad about tomorrow. You know, like what figure out what your what your talking points are tomorrow. Listen to Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo. They'll tell you what to say next. That's what it always was. Listen to Fauci. It's quote. It's code. That's probably because I saw the Matrix. And we were going to talk about that. Yeah. So, hey, <laughs> sorry. See, I, I haven't seen the Matrix yet. And I bet a lot of the listeners haven't either. So just tread lightly. But I'm, I'm curious. I've Because the reviews from what I've heard on YouTube, multiple. It's, it's like some people think, oh, that was great. I really enjoyed it. And then, some, and, then, and then I fucking hate it. And there's not many people in the middle. There's people that are very disappointed comparing it to Star Wars or worse. And then there's people that are like, oh, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I like that shit. And that can be the case with a lot of movies, I, I think. But I think there's not much in the middle. There's not many people in the middle as far as I've seen. People, I guess what I've, I've heard, it, correct me if I'm wrong, it's very self-aware of itself. Oh, yeah. And I think there's people that either loved that uh-huh. or hated that. And that was a big aspect of it. I heard the beginning of the, beginning of the movie, they're just very super aware of themselves. To the point where some people laughed. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah, yeah. Hey, this it, isn't supposed to be funny. Exactly. Some people. They had to make something work, you know? Do you think they were too self-aware? Or did you think it was a, a good idea? It was. I mean, yeah, they were way too self-aware. It, it was a little uncomfortable at times. Yeah. And it was and a big fuck you to Warner Brothers, which I... I there was a there was a moment where they did mention Warner Brothers straight up. I didn't know they changed. Who, who put out this movie? Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers did put out this movie? Yes. Warner Brothers owns the Matrix series. That's and, what I thought. And Warner Brothers clearly p- pressured the filmmakers to make another one. Kind of a, a do it or we'll make it without you type of thing. Uh, so it's kind of just like a fuck you to them. For the audience that doesn't know, <clears throat> it might be a spoiler alert, small one. I don't know. But there's a scene that basically references the situation they're in in reality where it was <clears throat> a pretty much a ultimatum hey you guys gotta make make this sequel with the original cast and everybody or we're gonna, you know, we're gonna do it without you anyways and they kind of break down the fourth wall and the scene in the movie in the beginning of the movie which passive aggressively very passive, passive aggressive. Yeah, it's you, it's I mean, a big it's noticeable fuck you to Warner Brothers, and it's shocking, honestly, that they let that slide. They didn't screen the movie. Before. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I do remember going, "Oh shit!" Yeah. There was okay, so there was it was kind of cool how they they it was like the old Matrix, but it could be considered comical. You know, I mean, like they they did something kind of like. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't want to give away too right. much, but I'm. Yeah. Not, I don't feel like I am. I just feel like some. Would people you would say like, oh, that man. like it's worth watching? Okay, so there's a difference. There's like the in, in the viewer, right? So like before I watched it, I watched a, a YouTube synopsis of the first three movies and like what how it makes sense and what it means. And then there's some people who just watch it as a movie. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And like from that standpoint it was entertaining it was kind of cool how they tried to mesh everything together but if you think about it too much it just goes well that doesn't make any sense so if you're a hardcore fan it's gonna it's not gonna do enough for you to be excited about it yeah but it is they do do throwbacks they do they almost recreate scenes identically 
um that are really cool with like you can tell by the speech and like what's going on and other times it's comical and it's stupid and right. you can't really tell what i didn't like is you can't really tell the difference if you're just a regular moviegoer if you're and you're trying to like understand and get caught up you're like this doesn't make sense right you know so tim pool alluded to the fact that because there's people on the left complaining that the mate the new matrix movie was a conservative movie a movie for the people on the right and i don't know if you because saw of the red pill no, because, well, he, he also, they talked about the red pill and the filmmakers of The Matrix are fucking transgender women. Is that how you say that? Transgender women? Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're transgender women. And the red pill was an estrogen pill back in the day. And she has said that in an article that that's... Where it came from. Yeah, but there's also people talking about this new movie saying that it's a right-wing conservative movie and at the end... They talk about how, like, the Matrix can't exist without the feminine and the masculine, like, together. Like, mm -hmm. and it's kind of a surprise for a, a transgender filmmaker right now on a major streaming platform. There was, so there was parts where you're like, you roll your eyes. You know, there's, they take away the power from Neo in a sense because there's different characters that you, that they follow. Yeah. And some of those characters are like, very obviously like non-binary and um make that a point to like bring it up like there's a part where they're discussing something and, and they're like well, why why do you you know i got to pick between ones and zeros it's almost like there should be more numbers you know and it's like that's kind of like a, a nod to the wokeness um and then there's other parts where like you feel like the right side kind of gets a little bit of a win um but like you said ultimately the end of the movie is kind of what you said you know it's it's about bringing the two together and having them live, live harmoniously um so yeah i mean as a standalone movie if i didn't watch the matrix before and it was just a completely different movie with like a different name and whatever it's an interesting movie it's fun to see how they play with is it lacking the action scenes and shit and Pretty much just revisiting the first movie, like yep. the love letter to the first movie. Yep, slow motion. Yep. That's what people are saying just over and over again. Yep. They, I mean, everything is, it's like, oh shit, that's a Matrix move, like flip upside down and shoot the gun, you know? Right. Like, yeah, and here, oh. here's the thing. The Matrix came out in fucking 1999, I believe. Mm -hmm. 1999 was a fantastic year for art. I'll just say that. It was a fucking unique year for so art. A lot of a stuff lot of, going on. A lot of stuff going on in 1999. But anyways, that comes out and it changes cinema. It changes the way they thought and produced and made movies. That they changed movies, especially uh, sci-fi, mind-blowing sci-fi movies to be specific. Mm -hmm. It changed the way people made and thought about movies. You, you can't really come out with a sequel that's going to top a movie that fucking changed things. You know, it's really hard. A lot. It's very, very hard. And they tried. And there's like three movies after the matrix that no one even remembers. No one's heard of because how do you top a movie that, that, that that's fuck? you know what I mean? So well, that's kind of the story honest, of star Wars. Like if they came, if they came back with the fourth, is it the fourth one? This is the fourth one. Yeah. So like you kind of have to laugh at yourself or it's, I don't know. Well, okay, so that's, I, I'm, I'm excited to watch it, even if, though it's gotten a lot of praise and a lot of like, what the fuck is it? I think it's a good thing you haven't watched it because right now we would just be ruining the whole thing because realistically speaking, it doesn't matter. We don't like people are going to watch it before they listen to this most likely. And it's just, it's, 
it's worth kind of talking about if you see it. So I'm not going to say anything for the sake of your your explore, but uh, your exploration of the movie. But you can feel. I think the reason why the how they how they made it work it was doing the fourth wall. They had to acknowledge itself. Yeah, some part of it. The system needed to talk about the past in a certain way. And so you have to think about it as programs. If you're not thinking about the people that are in the matrix as programs, you, the whole thing is going to go over your head. So would you say, so basically you're saying like, according, like it's not, a, it's not taking itself seriously. It's not a movie that's going to be a part of like the super fans of the matrix and the people that are super into the fucking comics and the narration and the, the story. It might, it's more just like a, a fun movie. Like it, it's worth watching if you're a casual Matrix fan, and it's just worth watching. Well, if you, I mean, like, what okay. would you, what would you rate it? That's like, I'm just. It's so interesting the dynamic, like the difference between the people who don't like it and like it, like the extremes, the extremism. So, like, what, what, what would you rate it as? And yeah, again, because you have to rate it as like a standalone movie for the everyday person, and then something as a fan. Sure. Of, yeah. Exactly. You know I mean? So give me both ratings. So, but I'm not a, I'm not a huge Matrix like after the first movie fan. Most I would, people. I would assume <laughs> that the Matrix community is happy about it. That's what I would say. I would say it's probably a four out of five for the Matrix community. Word. Did you watch it by yourself? Um. No. The person you watched it with, did they like it? Uh, they fell asleep, and I, I oh, okay. and I, there was a part where I fell asleep. I kind of dozed off. It was a two-hour-long movie. I only dozed off for like ten minutes. Okay. I checked, um, and then I rewatched it. Uh, but it wasn't very like. Was it woke at all? Yeah, that's what I. That's what I meant earlier. Is like there's a the, the new character has dyed blue hair. You know. Oh, she, nice. She's the non-binary one. I think she's a, a girl, and she kind of takes the role of of like the main character and you know, like, mm. so there, okay. The reason why I say it's a good standalone movie is because there's also elements of it that are just completely like, like the sixth sense that come out of nowhere. If you're not paying attention, if you're paying attention, you see it, you see like little flashes of the truth and you're like, Whoa, okay. Did you see that? You know, I, I'm not like, you know what I mean? It's like it, it. That's why it's cool. It's like there's little spoilers. There's within the within the actual show. If you're paying attention enough, there's little like Easter eggs and things. Yeah. There's lots of throwbacks. Lots of throwbacks to like the black cat, like the glitch in the matrix and stuff like that. Um, but the okay. Oh, oh, I kind of understand a little bit more about what what the the review is saying about the fourth wall. They reference and talk about it because. Uh, Keanu's character is a game coder. He was always a coder, right? A computer coder. So in the movie, his identity is he made the movie, he made the video game, The Matrix. Right. So that's, so they, they reference it. They reference the reality of it. The script he wrote, quote, in, you know, in quotations is his life. Yeah. And he's kind of learning. That's how they work the ultimatum into the movie is he's the game developer and they say, hey, we need to make you, an you need to make another a sequel to this game or we're going to get someone else to exactly. do it. Exactly. And yeah. so that's the fuck you relating to the movie. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they use his video game development career mm -hmm. too to give that fuck you to Warner Brothers in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. I believe. That's what I heard. I haven't seen no, it No, that's what it is. Going to watch it tonight. That's what it is. And it's it's... 
that's why it's confusing is because they reference it. They talk about the Matrix. They talk about how they have Matrix fans who are like obsessed with this guy because he created this and they're yeah. all waiting for Neo to come back. And it's like it confuses you as to whether or not he's in the Matrix. So it's like it's more of a love story I hear. Oh, there's definitely yeah, an there's, that's why it's a two hour long movies because you have mm -hmm. one for like the story and the other for the love story and then they obviously weave in and out of each other. And then like Morpheus, it's like Morpheus, but it's not Morpheus. What the fuck is that all about? Yeah, it's a young Morpheus. How does what, how does that? Happen? So the whole movie is about resurrection. That's what it's called, the Matrix Resurrection. So, you know, take that for what it is. But that's why they're reenacting the scenes. They're actually going through the motions again i'm probably it's one of those you have to see it type of things you gotta, i don't want to be there i don't want to say too much but yeah sure yeah they're young you know so it's like okay. a, what happened at the end of the third one you know there was a giant reset remember the oracle that she's at the the last at the last of the of the trilogy the oracle is sitting on the bench and there is no spoon and she's looking at the at the sunrise and it's like beautiful rainbow colors and it says at the bottom like or she says something about we made it extra special we made an extra special sunsets because it's beautiful again there was a reset okay neo got rid of the virus that was agent smith and then you wake up in this one yeah and he's taking the blue pills every day you know to yeah. forget and go throughout his life that should be interesting Warner Brothers loves to recycle the same shit over and over again, though. When you get sure. HBO Max and you realize, like, all this stuff is Warner Brothers, you go, oh, shit, this is helping my brain put this together. Like, you recycle this shit out of Batman. You recycle this shit out of Superman. You Looney recycle Tunes. this shit out of Looney Space Tunes. Tunes. Yeah. Um, wow, we both talked about a Warner Brothers movie, yeah, and both of them were remakes. Remakes. One more movie to talk about. Space Jam. No, you want to talk oh, about another one. You're talking about Space Jam? We'll Space Got Jam it. first because I, I watched Space Jam today. The second oh, one with LeBron you. James. Yeah, dude, I got HBO Max because we're watching The Matrix tonight after the podcast. So I've had it all day. So the, Abigail's been watching like Christmas movies and stuff. And I was like, I'm done. Like, I don't hate Christmas or hate Christmas movies. I like them, but I'm done with them for right now. Like, I've seen a lot. We watched a lot. We went to Abigail's parents' house. They were on for like fucking seven That's hours. That's all there is to watch or to talk about and yeah. keep it festive. So I have no problem with Christmas music or Christmas movies, but I'm done with the movies. So I just, I threw on Space Jam just to give it a, you know, I, I heard a bunch of bad things about it, but I'm going to be honest with you. It wasn't that fucking bad. It's worth watching. It is. Does LeBron James suck at acting? Like, yeah. But so did Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll give Michael Jordan did better. Michael Jordan acted like a schmidge better. You know what I'm saying? Mm hmm but overall, man, I don't like fucking LeBron James, especially his politics and, you know, his demeanor his on the court lips. and stuff. But he didn't have to make that fucking movie. That really was a legacy thing. He has the money. He didn't need to, like, go fucking shoot a movie and risk his, you know what I mean? I respect him for shooting it. I think kids probably love the fucking movie. But I've also noted, a, I've, I've, I noticed, like, a, a metaverse trend in Warner Brothers as well. Because that movie's all like metaversey too, just like player number one or whatever. Yeah, uh, that's Warner Brothers, and so basically, fucking in Space Jam, they all the all the Looney Tunes except for Bugs Bunny, 
leave. They get influenced by the bad guy to go to other worlds. Like, oh, you don't have to stay in this Looney Tune world. There's a bit, there's a bunch of worlds out there for you. So all of the fucking tunes go to a bunch of different worlds. Like Lola Bunny goes to Wonder Woman world and, and her universe and fucking a lot of them go to like Superman. And so LeBron James and Bugs Bunny have to go to these worlds to go rest, to go get these Looney Tunes and say, come home and help us play in this basketball game to win LeBron James' son back. It's fucking, dude. Honestly, it's a fucking genius kid family movie. Like, it's a fun movie. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. But, like, there was some stuff I noticed in there. I'm not very... I don't know if this is woke, but remember in the first Space Jam how they steal all the powers from like Charles Barkley and Patrick Ewing or whatever, the aliens steal yeah. their powers. To, mm-hmm. In this one, they added like three WNBA players or whatever. <laughs> like I, I noticed that subtle thing. They're like, oh, they just threw some bitches in Did there. the alien team have a girl? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, the alien team had a girl. Oh, no, no. In Space Jam? Yeah. No, no, they didn't. That's what I'm asking. Oh, no. You haven't seen Space Jam? No, no, I'm asking. Sorry. I'm asking in the new one right. that you're you were talking about the alien team took three female players. No, powers. in the in the original one, I was just telling you, you know how they take their powers? Yeah. In this one, they like use their likeness in like a video game to compete against LeBron James team. Like but they Got use it. females. Because in the it. original one, they used Muggsy Bugs, they used Patrick Ewing, and they used Charles Barkley. Mm-hmm. And this one, they used some WNBA players. Got it. She's like, whatever. Who gives a shit? That's where that kind of stuff belongs, in the fucking movies. Sure. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not a real thing. Like, tra- transgender women shouldn't be fighting fucking women. That's reality. But, like, in yeah. the movies, who cares? Let the women fucking be. It's a movie. So I have no problem with it, but that's just one big, woke, noticeable difference. And mm-hmm. everything's super just futuristic and modern it's all about like the internet and you know text so they get people get sucked in their phone like for the game like a bunch of people just like they pick up their phone and they get sucked into their phone and then they're at this they're watching this game and it's just like <laughs> it's honest it. it's entertaining but um I, I honestly forget the main point i was trying to get at with space jam but that it's an acceptable movie wasn't that bad? Yeah, well, I was I was surprised by that. The first one's definitely better. Yeah, we'll give the trophy to the first one. That's not a fucking shocker. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Same thing as the Matrix. And um, right when the credits started rolling for the fucking movie, I put on the original Space Jam, which is on HBO Go too. And it just made me want to watch the fucking first one to compare it. Yeah, just to, and it's just like Michael Jordan was such a fucking such a boss dude that movie was just like the matrix i was saying you can't really make a sequel better than that it Mm -hmm. changed things dude like space jam was fucking dope fucking music too the music in it yeah i bet i believe i can fly motherfucker oh how is the music for the second one the second one's just a lot more modern Mm -hmm. i don't regular who knows what fucking kids think and stuff but i thought it was stupid yeah it's interesting. It's all about like his his son is like a video game programmer who's making a basketball game, but it's not like uh, NBA uh, 2K or anything. It's not realistic. It's like NBA Jam. It's like super fucking over the top and stuff, you know? Good. It should be like that. Yeah. So that's basically what they get sucked into. They end up like playing inside of his son's video game that he's programming. And Interesting. Yeah. 
I'm Interesting. just I'm surprised. And and props to LeBron James. He didn't have to like fucking make that movie, honestly. I wonder what they paid him. I wonder what they fucking paid him to make that silly movie. Like you said, it's a legacy thing. It, it was another step closer to him beating Michael Jordan. Yeah. So he the had whole, to. The whole movie was like an ad for Warner Brothers, though. Yeah. They go into all the fucking different worlds. And then at the game, like every Warner Brothers character yeah. is watching the game. But that's in the how crowd. it always was. They did that in the first one, too. A lot of crossovers. Yeah. That's okay. fun. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, before we get to, uh, you wanted to talk about the movie Don't Look Up, which I don't even I don't even know what the fuck that is. But anyways, Warner Brothers, Batman, over and over and over again, over and over again. Yeah. Batman's will never end, over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are you feeling about this Robert Pattinson one that's coming out? I'm a little more excited now that I saw the new trailer. The trailer looks dope, dude. I'm not gonna lie. It looks cool. I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm, like the upside I'm, down view in the car when he's walking. Yeah. That shit is dope. Yeah, the car itself is cool. Um. I'm not against it. Yeah, I'm I'm open minded to it now. Before I was like, I'm not even gonna watch it. And now I'm like, okay, let's let's see what you got. So that's where I'm at. Yeah. I remember before the Dark Knight came out, people <clears throat> were shitting on um Christian Bale. No Christopher Nolan. Not the Dark Knight. Um the the, the young man who died of a drug overdose. Why am I Heath Ledger? Heath Ledger. Everyone was kinda like worried about that, thinking that he's like, Oh, this is the guy from uh, 10 things I hate about you or whatever the fuck it is and mm-hmm. a bunch of like girly movies and a knight's tale and like what's this this guy's gonna be the joker really put yourself in people's shoes before the movie comes out you know what I'm saying it's kind of weird like oh they picked this guy to be the joker and then the movie comes out and I was like oh shit okay well they I think his, his success had a lot to do had a lot to do with how it surprised people as well you know what I'm saying who what uh, on what the other <laughs> the older movies or this one no, I'm talking about uh, Heath like Ledger. Oh, like, yeah. Obviously, his performance was just creepy and eerie and gave you goosebumps, and he did a really good job embodying that character and changing it and making it a little bit obviously different from the the Hamill one, um, the cartoon guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just wondering if that'll be similar to this one, like if uh, Robert Pattinson if he'll get more praise because – he was an unlikely winner. You know what I mean? Like when it was announced, people were very doubtful and like concerned. And I wonder if that will heighten the performance or who knows? You know well, I, heard, I mean, I heard they had to go back and do it again because it was horrible like the first time. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, this is like a second that's not chance good at all. kind of thing. Um, <laughs> and I, I, it's cool. Like whatever. I mean, if, he, like if they, he, they're refilming the fucking movie, like they had to do a lot of shit to it. So they changed it a lot. Oh, okay. Shit. Cause I think it was supposed to be out already. Okay, wow. Um, and then well, they also, it. The Matrix trailer was really fucking good. The new Matrix trailer. Mm-hmm. So you never know. A trailer doesn't... Sometimes a trailer could be better than the fucking movie. True. Yeah. But the, the trailer was fire. But if you have to refilm a fucking giant portion of the movie, that is not a good sign. Or maybe it is. I mean, it, it's just... Isn't there... Didn't... Didn't did Maroon 5 Twilight. songs about Jane, Maroon 5's big like first hit album, didn't they like have a whole album and then like rewrite the whole fucking thing? Po- then, possibly. I don't know. Yeah. I think there's a story. There's a story about a big band and a big album where they they were like done with the album and they fucking rewrote the whole thing like last second and it was better. Yeah. Like like, like a hit, like a massive. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think it was songs about Jane. Yeah. That's a great album. It is. I don't know what the fuck happened to Maroon 5. I just jumped like way over there to yeah. a different subject. But yeah, Maroon 5 went from like being this super 
bluesy, soulful, fucking really unique frontman. Adam, his voice was really unique for yeah. when they were playing actual music. When they were actually playing some fucking they were doing like jazz. They were doing covers of like Guns and Roses and shit in clubs. Dude, I I was a fan of early Maroon Five, and then I don't know what happened. They turned into like a fucking sold out mainstream. Yeah, the halftime show. He's all mm-hmm. boy band tatted up naked on stage singing his poppy ass weird shit i don't know <laughs> disappointing so i guess this is the movie view yeah sorry about my space review. jam rant that really went nowhere you're fine but hey the main the thing i take away from it is like if you're hesitant and there's nothing else to watch and like you're just your kids are in the room or something watch the movie it's good and there's good values in it and it's not it's not really woke or anything That's it good. was fun and the vision it was the visions were crazy. Like it was a bunch of bright, pretty colors, transitions, a bunch of different worlds. It was fast paced. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I actually I was surprised I enjoyed it. But I want we were going to talk about don't mo- look up, don't look up. What is that? Is that a, a movie on a streaming platform? It's on or? Netflix, and it's it's um is it a Netflix original? It's Jonah Hill, Leonardo DiCaprio, and uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Oh shit! And um, was this in theaters? No, Meryl Streep is plays the president. And then in, in her own oh, the office, there's a picture of her hugging Bill Clinton. And I don't know if that's like a oh, nod gosh. to, you know, um, 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 uh, Jonah Hill plays the secretary of state, I think, or like whatever to the president. And it, it's his mom and, um, Jennifer Lawrence and Leonardo DiCaprio play astrophysicists, I believe, who are like observing the, the, uh, space from a telescope and they find a comet that's flying at earth and it's going to hit earth in six and a half months and they go and they have to tell the president and they don't take them seriously um so they basically like oh well you know i'm worried about midterms this isn't going to help you know and they're like it's like a 15 kilometer long like gigantic fucking comet that's going to hit the earth and kill everybody on it and it's like a new idiocracy um oh, in the sense where like is it a comedy no okay but there it's it's actually i mean it's sad you can see it from both sides depending on who you are yeah um but i think it's it hits more on the right it's very relatable to like so okay so the whole campaign is don't look up right that's the president's campaign against the scientists because the scientists are saying that we're gonna die and then they their scientists the president scientists come back and say, no, this isn't, we're not going to die. Then eventually they send someone up to go do like an Armageddon mission where they split it. So it'll go away from both sides. But a Bill Gates, Elon Musk type character calls and it shows how like they have control over the presidency and they decide to mine it for money and gold and, and, and whatever minerals and shit and it ultimately fails and that's what the greed is i'm just, i'm just going to spoil it the the it, it shows the greed of of capitalism and and the greed of um of our government basically and they won't take these people seriously they're downplaying it they go on like good morning america type show and um that you can't get serious with them they're joking about it ariana grande's there they care more about it's kind of like the movie god bless america okay like that satirical type sense is it riddled with propaganda depends what side you're looking at right. it from. That's, that's what that's, i'm saying i'm curious it's from netflix and it seems like covid but flipped roles it is you know what i'm saying like 
mm-hmm. like, like the the actual scientists that are not political or part of politics. All like the retired people are saying, like, "Hey, this is not that big of a deal." But the government's like, "Oh, we're gonna fucking lock everything down." Create like, yeah, it seems like the same. Same kind of thing, but flipped roles. They literally turn the That's aircraft the propaganda. around. That's the propaganda in the, in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But it looks like it's aimed towards Trump-type people. Oh, of course. Like, being the president that doesn't listen to scientists. Like, don't literally don't look up is what they're saying. Like, you mm-hmm. don't, you know, like, avoid looking at it so you believe it's not coming. Right. And it's almost like that's Trump avoiding the scientists who are saying that COVID's going to kill us. Yeah, or global but, warming. But the, it's a female blonde president that looks like Hillary Clinton. So it's like it's really confused. You know what I mean? Like it's right. really yeah, kind of like the what the fuck? Unless you're uh, coming at it from a certain you, agenda. You gotta angle. Th- you gotta throw those parts in the story to convince or to change people. They want to take people from one side to their side. I think so that's what they're you, doing. You yeah. can't make them totally uncomfortable the whole fucking movie. You mm-hmm. can't you can't have too much propaganda. To because even a fucking dumb motherfucker will notice too much propaganda. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's yeah. got to be drop subtle little gumdrops in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's um, a lot of movies do that. You see it; it's blatantly obvious. Where they have right. to have they have to have something to keep you watching and to make you think, oh, this isn't. You know what I mean? You like, can't divide your audience entirely. You have yeah. to keep people on both. And sides. I was telling Abigail even earlier, I was like, listen, I'm not gonna fucking, I'm not gonna be your parents and just like watch Charlie Brown every Christmas and shit. I don't want to nuke the world because there's bad stuff in everything and there's propaganda in fucking everything mm-hmm. and there's actors I don't like in everything. Yeah. I'm not going to nuke the world, you know? I'm not going to not watch Home Alone on Christmas because Macaulay Culkin's a fucking creep. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I'm just not going to do that. Sorry. It's just a side. No, it's, it's important to, to partake in things still. Um, Don't look up, dude. That's a good cast. It's a good cast, but they're all, they're all kind of on one side. Was it a good it's, movie? Did you like it? No. Okay. No, I, that's why what, I What was your it. biggest, what's your biggest gripe about it? It's predictable. And it's, um, at the same time, it's not realistic. You know, he's like, I'm going to come find you. And then like, the next scene, they're together. And you're like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> like, you know, the time is going too quick and too slow. And I don't getting, understand. They're getting lazy. And there's dude. lots of just like, you know, in the movie, like idiocracy where you're just like, come on. Like that wouldn't, that wouldn't be happy. You know, like yeah. what the fuck? Like, like Jonah Hill's character. He he's like, yeah, I would I would love to see it. Is there is there any other president you like to see in Playboy? You know, like he makes comments like that, like over sexual play, like plays. And then you find out that it's his mom, like the president is his mom. And he's making those jokes like on his mom. Right. You know, like, God, if that wasn't my mom, you know, and then like Trump said something like, oh, if Ivanka wasn't my daughter or whatever, or whatever, you know, like it's plays on both. It's really confusing. So I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's. It's if you got nothing else to watch, which is totally possible, and you'll you'll have nothing else to watch. It's worth giving it a shot, but it's very much a remake. It's basically like if if Armageddon had a different spin on it. Armageddon was good though. Yeah, it's like okay, so if the if the people who found the comet, if the president didn't believe them, that's what it is. Yeah, it's like a, also a global warming propaganda. Well, so that's but, the thing. Flipped. No, it shows. Okay, so like there's there's a part where like the scientists who are um, Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence are talking to them and they go, <laughs> what are the chances that this is going to hit the earth? And then they go, 100%. And then Jonah Hill's like, don't say 100. Like, we don't want 100%. Like, are there? He's like, well, it's like 97.95 whatever. And then she goes, 
tell them that it's 70% and printed in the, in the papers. And they're like, no, it's not 70%. It's 97%. And it kind of shows how like they don't do, they like they spin statistics. So it's like, it yeah. shows they're like, don't say, we don't like anything that's a hundred percent. And then that makes you go, wait, they're saying a hundred percent of the chance that we are going to go into global warming because of all these gases and it's man-made but in the movie just now they said don't say it's 100 percent. like they're showing you the mirror on how they're doing yeah. it and if you're awake it's pretty like oh look it's frustrating it's one of those movies where you're like fuck they're gonna show this in a movie and people still don't think this is possible it's one of those things which is why it's not a good movie okay well i will so, not watch that shit then watch it and that's on netflix you said yeah yeah you'll, you'll watch it on a day you don't have anything else to watch and you'll talk about it i, I think netflix and um hbo max are the two biggest most propaganda e ones those two hulu's commercials are horrible no i'm not talking about commercials i know but i'm just saying the commercials you can get you can get an account they put up you can get blackish you can get a well that's just they put all the network tv exactly yeah yeah i'm not mad at hulu they have some just mindless stupid shit I like watching the Goldbergs because it takes place in the 80s. So there's just no COVID or just like no cell phones or smartphones. or. But also the Goldbergs has uh, Brian Callen. Dude, he got canceled. He can't even get off the show. I know. He got Patton Oswalt. Oh, even just, better. Exactly. Fucking Patton. I'm saying like every show has something you're not going to like. It can't just like I don't want to be my fucking in-laws and just – not like anything and nuke the world and be like listen i don't like harry potter but my in-laws don't like it for different reasons like it's witchcraft you shouldn't be watching yeah. witchcraft and i'm just like or it just is dumb and gay or it's fake like like <laughs> puff the magic dragon dude i was never into like wizard stuff ever like magic stuff and i'm not shitting on anybody i just wasn't because i know you love you love hocus pocus growing up you love that movie and like i just Never was into like witches or magic or. Um, I mean, liking that movie doesn't mean I like. I was into. That's witches. true. I know. I know. I'm not saying you're into witches, but like, I just never liked that movie. I never really liked it. I just liked their rendition of "I Put a Spell on You," okay. and I thought the girlfriend was super hot when I was a kid. Yeah. Big crush on that girl. Yeah, on Hollywood's girlfriend. Back when things were kind of wholesome, dude. I miss the world, Me man. Too, man. I like this stuff hit us. At a really fucking weird age because it happened at an, at an age where it's like, okay, I'm start like I'm an adult now. Like your 20s, you're starting to be an adult, and then boom, okay, now I'm an adult. Boom, COVID hit. Politics in my face. I'm like, is this normal? Is this what it's like when you turn 30? Your world just become shitty i gotta worry about shit that no one's ever talked about at least in my entire life and now i'm fuck it's in my face at every fucking yeah. family gathering it's just like yeah but you gotta think about it depending on how long this bullshit's gonna last which we're not very optimistic about it like ending you know what i'm saying but like you could be 15 or 16 years old and just have the rest of your life to look you know what i mean like I don't know. I feel the same way. Like that's your world. Like we're we had our world ripped away from us. Everyone has. Yes, but and at but a different age, which is a different experience. Yeah, it's just their normal life. Like wearing a mask is like, oh, it's yeah. Like my weird. grandma's like, well, fuck it, I'm gonna die soon. You know, like that's her attitude. Like mm -hmm. whatever, I just stay inside and read books, and I'm old. But like we have a lot of years ahead of us, and some of the best years were supposed to be the best years. 
Yeah, dude. I've been wanting to go to a concert or do something. Like, and I, just, I just miss it. It sucks. And I know it's you so still awkward. can go to a concert, but it's just, it is still it's awkward. so awkward. And, and I have all this like odd resentment towards bands I used to like that just went too hard politically. It's like yeah. fucking not. Uh, I miss comedians. When, same thing. Yeah, I they miss when jam pack you in there like sardines, and people are fucking visibly uncomfortable. It makes you uncomfortable when you can tell someone thinks you're a walking virus. There's people who think that we're dangerous to them, and they're you're throwing them two inches away from me yeah. and I'm supposed to be mindful of them. And the artists talking in between songs and you can just have a lot of admiration for an artist and their songwriting and you just want to go see a fucking show and you have to hear them jibber jabber in between fucking songs Trump this, Trump that, that, bullshit this bullshit. Like, yeah. I just shut the fuck up and play a fucking song. And that's also like with LeBron James and Space Jam. I think that movie would have been a lot bigger and a lot better if he would just honestly just shut the fuck up. That's like, what everybody wants yeah, them to do. Sure, he, the mystery. Yeah, he, sure, he got carried off the court crying because of a cramp. Sure, he's like left Cleveland. On, on, you know, like, yeah, there's a lot of things people can complain about. But at the end of the day, LeBron, if LeBron James would have played basketball and just told kids to work hard and to study hard and shit and like put, a, put out like a cheap shoe line or something, cool. But he had he just couldn't shut the fuck up. Uh, and you're allowed to have your thoughts and your opinions politically. Like, I don't care, but just shut the fuck up. Yeah. You're a, and I know people, there's a lot of people that strongly disagree with me and people that strongly agree with me. That's a very like dynamic conversation. And I don't, I'm not saying like, shut the fuck up, you stupid fuck. You're not allowed to have an opinion. I'm just saying like on a public scale, when you're like, like just talk about that with your friends and your family and stuff. You don't got to tweet well, about it annoying, and fucking talk about it at a press conference. Yeah. Just the just annoying basketball. thing is, is like, when we were kids, our our athletes weren't involved in anything other than sports for the most part. Word. Like Do you know Michael Jordan's politics at all? But they don't have a Twitter and they can't yeah. they can't influence me on anything except for the T V and the the Gatorade and the Nikes and the Warner Brother deals that they signed. And and they were your role models for one thing really, which was hard work. Yep. That's all it was. And being healthy. That's it. Like, it, Dude, if my you, dad knew Michael Jordan was a communist, he wouldn't have let me watch Space Jam. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I, I just, I knew Michael Jordan as a hard ass fucking basketball player. Who First one there, amazing. last one out. Yeah. Outwork anybody. If you want greatness, you can, you can strive to be great. And now that's not the message. It's like, well, the people in Hong Kong, they need to shut up. And it's like, dude, get the fuck out of here now. You know, you're right. <laughs> Just keep your mouth shut. And if you're in politics, it, that's when you talk. If you're not, shut the fuck up. Look at Bad Santa or, or Santa Inc. That got like worst movie ever because of those two fucking idiots are just out there running their mouths about the government. That's on HBO Max too. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't taken it off. Yeah. And, and, and the art to pick it is just like a cartoon. I almost wa it. I almost watched it today just thinking it was a Christmas movie, not even thinking that it was that. Yeah, I didn't I didn't put that together till you just said that. Yeah, okay. Like, I thought shocking. it was just, I just thought it was a Christmas movie. How shocking and how creative is Seth Rogen? Okay, all they do is they take kids, and they put or or kids or unlikely scenarios, and make them dirty as possible. That's all they do. They say shocking things. So like sausage party or sausage fest or whatever the fuck it was called. Cute little hot dog buns. 
cute little jars of mustard screaming, oh, fuck, and talking about douches and stuff, you know? That's funny. Yeah. Little elves and Santa saying, oh, fuck, and talking about masturbating. I heard That's it to- funny. totally shit the bed. It did. Dude, Seth Rogen is such a fucking degenerate. That's it my make, point. It, it makes me upset because when, when we were in high school and college and stuff, they were coming out with these funny like adult movies that are for adults. And I, but I, they were geared towards us exactly. at the age when we were and kids. It, and it's like he never grew the fuck up. Yeah. And it's just getting... It's bad, man. I've really lost a lot of respect for Seth. Seth Rogen is one I, I can't get back. Like, yeah. I listen, I don't like fucking LeBron James at all. He's a commie. He's in a bunch of shit that bugs me, but I was able to turn Space Jam on today and enjoy it. Same thing with a lot of people, but like Seth Rogen has lost my respect. When fucking Black Lives Matter was burning down cities, he was on Twitter trying bailing to get people out, bailing people out of jail and shit. Fuck that guy, dude. He's so lost. I just, I'm. I'm done with him. It's sad to watch it burn. He does. He's a fucking dick. So here's the thing. I got to take a fat piss out of my dick because I'm drinking IPAs. Word. So what you're going to do is I want you to talk about those Howard Stern clips. You've been sending me Howard Stern clips, text message, via text message a lot because there's a lot of irony and a lot of different, a lot of irony. So this is, this is going to be a fun experience. Experiment. I'm gonna. I can't wait to listen back to the podcast after it's published. <laughs> and I All can right, be, let's see what we can do. All right, dude. I'll be right back. Yeah. So I talk about Howard Stern a lot, um, and it's because I really did. Re- I I did respect and and cherish. I would say those old FM stations because Howard really pushed the line for freedom of speech for for everything america stood for he swayed a lot of elections in new york specifically um just by exposing things and talking about what was what would benefit them and the people and stuff and so he was really like a man of the everyday person that's kind of why he rose to the top he was very fuck George Bush, you know, very much against the FCC, very much against you tell me to do something, I'm not going to do it. And when you listen to these old clips, and, and there's so many, he did hours of radio every day for fucking at least 25 years, and he's still going, if not more. Um, so when you find these little gems that I'm sure he forgot about and other people can't really dig up, it's it's jaw-dropping because he's... One, there was when the, when the tsunami or whatever broke the um, nuclear activator in, uh, in Japan and all the, the radioactive stuff was leaking into the sea and in the air. He had his cousins on, and they were very much conspiracy theorists um, about the food and drug scientists that work for the government because of the information that people were getting about their food, and they were talking about how much they lie and why they lie and... Uh, when you get the government scientists involved, that's when everything goes to shit. And, and lots of lots of Jewish accents on the in sure. that video. Yeah, and Howard is is believing them and backing them up and understanding. Yeah, they do manipulate things. And you're just like, in the I'm listening to this and I'm just like, I can't believe how opposite he is now. Um, it's funny how many examples you've already found in like a short period of time. Yeah, and they're all random. They're all from different time yeah. periods. They're all from different, even different. Some from some are from different radio stations entirely. Oh, Howard, you can't you can't trust the political scientist guys when it gets that blah blah blah. Yeah, blah. they're that they're huge, like crazy they're huge GMO people talking about how the government is giving us 
uh, poisonous food to save money and how they're manipulating science and statistics to make people believe certain things. And, and it's just absolutely, I don't know. It's jaw dropping. Listen, what was the other, the other example was the other one was about Jesse Jackson. I believe. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So Jesse Jackson tries to exploit Howard Stern for money when he switches over to Sirius satellite yeah. radio. And he's like, I want 16 stations for black people or 20%. He wants yeah. 20% of the company to go to black people specifically so that it's diversified enough for black people. And Howard specifically says, what is you want communism? Go fuck yourself. Like to Jesse Jackson, he says, I, or I were, Oh yeah. Why don't we just give, why don't we just make everything communist and you, everyone can have a piece of everything and flash forward 20 years, 15 years. Here we are. And Howard is taking the stance of the fascist government saying, shut up. Who cares about your freedom? Fuck you and your freedom of freedom of speech. doesn't matter anymore. You shouldn't be allowed to say that. Yeah. He's all over the place, dude. So like I, 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 I listen to and talk about Howard old Howard Stern specifically because I respect that one. I respect that old Howard Stern who was in touch with his audience and told his bosses and the FCC and the government to go fuck themselves. It's it's uh, it's sad and you can trace it. When did he become a fucking multi multi billionaire? When at what point did he sign over everything? And you can see the the evolution from America's Got Talent judge to the Sirius owner now. Who even owns Sirius? He, I know he's part owner. Because like I, I've always been confused. What I remember when him and Ari Shafir went back and forth about him shitting on podcasts and stuff because he's just out of fucking touch. Yeah, I don't know why. Except, other than that, I was gonna say I don't know why he didn't do a podcast type thing. I do because know it was too late. He, he shit on it. Well, no, it was too late. So he so, Oh, so he signed before it became a big thing. Yeah, so Sirius Satellite Radio hit before podcasts were a thing. And it's a great idea, but it's trapped in time because at the time you had the you had the FM radio which was heavily heavily um regulated by the FCC. So you weren't allowed to say shit. You weren't allowed to say a lot of stuff. Yeah. And it and they, they weren't allowed to do a lot of their gimmicks on the air. A lot of their songs, a lot of their their games and a bunch of other stuff. So Howard needed a way to reach a bunch of people. He needed a medium. And the media that they gave him was satellite radio. And he bit and he took and he went and jumped and then boom, podcasts happened a few years later. They didn't have the same pull. They didn't have the same audience or the same reach. So Howard didn't do it, and Howard was locked into like a five-year deal. Then he renewed, boom, renewed, and in the middle of that renew, podcast hit because Howard Stern would have the the best podcast he, of he, all time. He will have a podcast. I think he's gonna. I think it he's gonna happen. hang it up. I, I think he's it gonna hang done. it up. I think he's done. He's not the man he was before. His reputation is completely different because of the America's Got Talent stuff. I think he is the perfect example of the Illuminati taking somebody and flipping it on its head. Do you think? Do you know how? Do you know much longer he has on his contract? I don't because I listen to old stuff, but yeah. I think it was in the increments of five years, and he might be up soon. Yeah, well, especially because Sirius is dying. Who who's even on terrestrial radio anymore? I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I think the the probably one of the bigger ones is uh, the Breakfast Club. 
Speaking of breakfast, that's a perfect transition. That's a podcast, though. Are they also on? No, they're a radio oh, show. Yeah. That okay. yeah, all radio shows are a podcast too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh, we have this video of the Charlemagne, the host of the Breakfast Club, talking. This was on to Comedy you. Central as well. This was aired on Comedy Central. You can see the Comedy Central logo in the bottom left corner. Why on a show? What, what show? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck this is. Maybe the Daily was Show. This, this wasn't Bref Breakfast Club? No. Maybe it was the Daily Show and he's sitting in for Trevor Noah. I don't know. But you can see the Comedy Central logo on the bottom. Interesting. Well, here's an exchange between Charlemagne the God uh, from the Breakfast Club and the Vice fucking... Oh, I can't believe it. The Vice President of the United States of America. <clears throat> don't say it. Just play it. Fuck it. Uh, come on, Harris. This is, this is... President of this country, is it Joe Manchin or Joe Biden? Madam Vice President. Come on, Charlemagne. I really. Come on. I, it's Joe Biden. I can't no, tell no, sometimes. No, 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 no. It's Joe Biden. It's Joe Biden. And don't start talking like a Republican about asking whether or not he's president. Do, it's Joe Biden. Do you think Joe Manchin and, is and a problem? It's Joe, and it's Joe and it's Joe Biden. And I'm Vice President. And my name is Kamala Harris. And the reality is, because we are in office. We do the things like the child tax credit, which is going to reduce black child poverty by 50% on track to do that. We do things that are about saying that our Department of Justice is going to do these investigations and require that we end chokeholds and have body cameras. It is the work of saying we're going to get lead out of pipes and paint because our babies are suffering because of that. It is the work of saying people who ride public transit deserve the same kind of dignity that anybody else does. So let's improve that system. Nothing about human trafficking, though. <laughs> Man, she is so unlikable. Dude, why How does she think fuck? she's scary? How did she become the vice president of the United States? No, 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 no. It's Joe Biden, and it's Joe Biden, and it's Joe Biden, and it's Joe Biden. Like, whoa, bitch. Calm the fuck down, Kamala. Yeah, that Jesus. all started with, um, I got, <clears throat> that's, be, that's the beginning of the video, but he asks, who's really in charge? Uh, is Joe Biden really in charge? Is it Joe Manchin? Joe Manchin's a senator of fucking Virginia? West Virginia, I think. Yeah. Virginia, one of the two. Thank you. Culture cat with the save. Uh, he's a senator, and they're basically just calling him a traitor. They're all upset with him because he's not a total fucking piece of shit. Basically, he won't pass the bill back. Better <clears> and now, Kirsten Cinema in Arizona is the new mansion. They're all fucking mad at her now too. Rock and roll, Kirsten. Yeah, Kirsten. I, yeah, she's she's the one of the senators in Arizona. Arizona has been their senators are fucking kicking butt. It's a big reason why there was even a uh, an audit. I don't know if that audit fucking mattered at all. I don't know where those results even are. I don't even know what happened with that. Well, we knew that was going to happen. We always said it doesn't matter what they find because the media is not going to report it. They they reported a lie before it happened. Right. They're not going to be like, this just in. We were totally fucking wrong with the yeah. last nine months. Yeah, they're not going to come on and go, hi, my name is Kate, and I'm replacing your former analysts. We found out that they all worked for the Chinese Communist Party and have been lying to you for the past 10 years. Everything that we've said was a lie, and we apologize. We have rooted out the communism, and now we are doing fair, independent journalism that is unbiased, <laughs> and we are totally sorry for the damage that we may have caused. They would never do that. Well, we are at that fucking hour marker, Culture Cat. So... For the people, where can they find you? 
I'm at the culture cat cat with a K on Instagram. I'm also at the culture cat 2.0. They attack different accounts at different times and I post on both. So yeah, follow your boy, share it, spread the word. Well, I am conspiracy ape at conspiracy ape on Instagram and I'm going to watch the matrix tonight and next, next podcast, we can have a full discussion on it because the culture cat, he is, uh, he's always ahead of things. He's always ahead of me. Always one step ahead. That's why I'm the culture cat. You guys, we are at thezoosnews.com. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on iHeartRadio. A bunch of other bullshit. You can fucking just Google us. Fucking whatever. Gosh, I'm tired of spoon food. Fucking feeding you guys everything. Fuck you guys. Just kidding. I love you. See you next week. I could just act like that was on purpose, but that was on accident. I hit the wrong button. And now for the, the fucking conclusion of this episode of the zoos news stay up guys the zoos news podcast is available on spotify google podcast iHeartRadio, and www.thezoosnews.com yo we're not the black news the white news we're not the left news or the right news we're not the gay news no we tell it straight news we're not the jews news bitch we're the zoos news we're not the black news the white news we're not the left news or the right news we're not the gay news no we tell it straight news we're not the jews news bitch we're the zoos news